Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. Hi, and welcome back to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. I have touched in previous episodes a little bit about the fact that my husband and I are one and done. I also hear people say that they are two and through. (laughs) So I know that a lot of moms and parents that follow me on Instagram um, always find the content about being one and done very interesting and have requested to hear more. And even if you are not one and done, I want to still make this episode something valuable for you because I think a lot of parents that already have one or two are always in a position where they're asking themselves, okay, are we ready for another one? Do we want another one? How do you know when you're ready? And how do you know if you want to have another one? So I decided instead of just rambling on forever about why we've chosen to be one and done, I have created a little quiz that rather than having this like written somewhere on a website, I am going to read my quiz I created out loud for you. And so as I go through each of the questions, um, I will kind of pause for a moment to let you reflect and think about your answer. And I will share some little, little things of my thoughts about each question. So without further ado, let's jump in. Okay, so question number one. Do you enjoy playing with babies that aren't your own slash do you get excited to see other people's babies? So think about that one for a second. I will say we have recently had a couple of friends that have had a baby and some family members that have recently had babies and I I'm learning that I'm not really a baby person. (laughs) I mean, I did not enjoy the newborn phase at all anyways, uh, mostly because I was in a bad mental state postpartum. But, like, babies are kind of boring, honestly, if if I can be completely candid. Um, They're not very exciting. They can't do anything. Like, toddlerhood for me is so much fun. I love that my son has a personality and we can talk and we laugh. Yes, sometimes I get slapped in the face, which is not fun. But overall, once they get older, like that is way more my vibe in motherhood. So, you know, not, not to be like offensive to my friends and family members, but although I do ask to hold their babies, like I am kind of ready to pass them back over. Um, I don't know. I'm almost like nervous. Like their heads are still so wobbly and they're crying. It's like they can smell and sense that even though I have a a kid, a two-year-old, it's like they can sense that I don't know what the fuck that I'm doing. And they usually start crying and want their mom back. So that's where I'm at on that first question. Okay, so the next two questions kind of coincide with that first question. So, question number two. When you hold a baby, do you smell their head? 
Okay, like we all know babies smell really good. They just, I don't know, it's it's weird. They smell clean, they smell good, even though they were inside of our bodies that have all kinds of gooey yuckiness in them. Somehow babies just smell absolutely delicious. I will say, yes, when I am holding someone else's baby, yes, I can like smell the newborn smell, but my ovaries do not start vibrating with joy. I do not catch baby fever. So if you are catching baby fever, then perhaps you may consider having another one. If you feel absolutely nothing and all you are thinking is like, okay, like I'm ready to pass the baby back over to its parents, then perhaps you are also one and done or two and through or what, you know, whatever number of kids you're ready to stop at. Okay, so last question having to do with holding other people's babies. Do you offer to change their diapers, rock them, or bottle feed them? Think about your answer for a moment. Okay, for me, the answer is no. Um, I don't like changing my son's diaper. My mom always said before I had him, like, oh, it's not going to gross you out when it's your own baby. Okay. Poop is poop. I don't like changing other people's poop. I don't like changing other people's diapers and wiping their butts. So no. Um, I obviously do it for my child because I love and adore him, but it's certainly not my most favorite thing to do. And I am not going to volunteer myself to change other people's poop diapers. I'm sorry, but no. If you really need me to, of course I will, but I don't volunteer myself for the task. And same thing with like bottle feeding. If you need a hand and you need me to bottle feed your baby, of course I'm going to say yes. Um, but I don't necessarily go out of my way to get um, baby spit up all over my shirt. So again, this is not to make me sound um, like an asshole or <laughs> like I'm not supportive of my friends that have new babies. Of course, I am there for them. Of course, I say, you know, let me help you however I can. If that's holding the baby, if that's getting you lunch, like whatever it is, don't get me wrong here. I'm just saying if I'm around people with a baby and they're not in a bad mental state or newly postpartum. I am not like jumping out of my seat requesting to hold the baby. That's all I'm saying. Okay, next on the list. I can't keep track of what number question we're on, but do you feel baby fever and excitement when you see pregnancy announcements or do you feel like, oh, I'm so glad that's not me starting from square one. Like you are happy for that person to become a parent because it's so amazing, but also going through pregnancy and postpartum and newborn life and all of that just personally makes my head spin and it's not something I personally ever want to do. Um, so if you're kind of on the same page, then perhaps you also are one and done. And if you are like, no, I, my ovaries are like on fire when I see a pregnancy announcement then, you know, maybe it's time to have another. Next question. Do you cope well with interrupted broken sleep? 
my my answer personally is no. Okay, moving on. Are you hesitant or emotional when you give away your baby clothes and all of their things? Like as they grow out of their newborn clothes, their 12-month clothes, their 18 months, 24 months clothes, like and you're packing them up to put them up in the attic or you're ready to, you know, give them away to to friends or Facebook marketplace, whatever you do with them, do you feel emotional? If you do, you may not be ready to part ways with this journey of new motherhood of becoming a mom again. If you are just like so excited, so confident, like, yes, I will never need these things again, then you're probably done. Next question. Do you enjoy pregnancy? And I know that's a loaded question because a lot of people don't enjoy pregnancy. It comes with a lot of nasty side effects, but it is a sacrifice that we make when we procreate, when we bring these beautiful children into the world that we love and adore. Um, but it's not easy for everyone. So if you had a hard pregnancy, like, are you ready to do that again? Is that something that you want to take on? So I had a pretty easy pregnancy, honestly, but I still cannot picture myself ever being pregnant again. Do you dream about babies? So when I was in my early 20s, before I even met my husband, um, back in like the Tinder days, I would dream about having this perfect baby boy. Okay, like I would, these were such vivid dreams and I would wake up from these dreams feeling so incredibly sad that that baby that I was so madly in love with in my dream was not actually real. That it was just a dream. I cannot tell you how many times I had this reoccurring dream and then like kind of woke up like mourning the fact that I don't actually have a baby yet. So my desire to be a mom just grew and grew as I was going through my 20s, as my body was clearly telling me that I am fertile and ready to become a mom once I find the right partner. Um, Ever since I had my son, that perfect baby boy that I would always dream about, I stopped having those dreams. Like I have not had a single other dream about this. Like I'll have dreams about him sometimes, but it's never about another baby or like longing for another baby that I don't yet know. And I will say when you're one and done, not to get too deep into this or, you know, to veer off from this little quiz, I went through this sort of grieving process after coming to terms with being one and done. For a while, I felt like, wow, like what is wrong with me as a woman, right? Like my job, if you will, is to procreate, right? To bring life into the world. And what is wrong with me that all these other women are at like six months postpartum, like so excited and ready to do it again. And Like, what am I lacking that I don't feel that way? Like, like, am I, am I not a good mom because I am not dying to do this again? You know, 
like you have thoughts like that even though you know you're such an amazing mom to your child but yeah I feel like it comes with all these different thoughts where you're questioning yourself like why don't I feel this way and every other woman does you know and I feel like being one and done is not really the norm right like society says like two and a half kids is like the ideal number of kids Um, but I do feel like there's a trend of more and more parents, you know, only wanting to have one and feel complete with that. But because it's not so much the norm, I feel like, you know, I don't know, like, I I just always wondered what's wrong with me. And then it also comes with all these other like anxieties and thoughts about only having one. And, And I'll get into that in another, in a later episode, but Yeah, so I no longer dream about having babies. Sorry, I had to like think about where we were in the in the quiz. So we will continue with the next question. So does it feel like something is missing in your family unit or do you feel complete? So right now, if you only have one, do you feel complete? Are you, can you visualize, can you envision another child in the future? Like the way that I would do it is I would think about special occasions like holidays. So I would try to envision a future Christmas a couple of years down the road, okay? Can I picture my husband, my son, and another child, like a son or a daughter, And I cannot, I cannot picture it. And I am someone that I'm very visual. I am all about manifestation and like, like visualizing what you want to bring into reality. And I personally feel like I've always been really, really good at that, at manifesting. And in this case, I just, I cannot picture myself being pregnant again. And I cannot picture us with another child. So, you know, if you're listening and you already have multiple children, if you have two or three, can you picture that third or fourth child? Or do you feel complete? Because there is no pressure to have more kids. I feel like so many women feel this like external pressure. If you only have one, this pressure to have two. If you have none, there's pressure to at least have one. If you have four or five, sometimes society judges you for wanting number five, six, seven, eight, however many kids you're having. So yeah, like try to just tune out the external pressure or even the pressure your partner is putting on you and just ask yourself the way our family unit and dynamic is right now. Does it feel complete? Or is there someone missing? The next question is, can we afford another baby financially, right? Because um, daycare is expensive. There's college. There's the cars. I mean, I'm not even thinking that far ahead at this point. Honestly, I'm thinking more so like daycare costs. Um, even, you know, it's expensive for some people to bring another person into the world. Like I personally, with good insurance from my employer paid almost $10,000 
out of pocket to bring my son into the world, right? Um, There are just so many costs associated with having a child and it's not affordable for every family to have, you know, one or more, to have two or more. So that's something to consider. Um, And then like if you are experiencing infertility, things like IVF and fertility treatments can get really, really expensive. Or, you know, can you afford it for your mental health and your sanity, right? Like, I mean, for me, my postpartum mental health, that is something I never want to experience again. And I know that, you know, you could have your first pregnancy be a great pregnancy. Your second one can be really hard or vice versa, right? You know, maybe you had really bad postpartum depression with your first and then you may not have it again with your second, right? So not every pregnancy and every postpartum phase is going to be the same. And likewise, not every child is the same. So you could have a super chill first child and then a very rambunctious, um, high energy second child or vice versa. So, you know, it that is a question that I would ask myself in the beginning, like, can I handle this again for my mental health? And for some people that do have a very high energy first or second child, you know, there is that question of, can we really take on another child? Like, you know, I personally don't want to be outnumbered with my husband and I. So two was always kind of where we thought our max would be. And then once we went through, you know, postpartum and newborn stage and just kind of saw how challenging that was for us, we just kind of reevaluated and realized, you know what, I think just having one is the best thing for us, the best thing for my mental health, our sanity, our marriage, our finances. There are just so many reasons why we have chosen to be one and done. You know, maybe it's you've had a couple of pregnancy losses and you can't bear the thought of going through that again. Um, the same way I can't imagine going through postpartum again. So then another question is, when you picture getting pregnant again, do you just imagine and visualize the baby stage? Or do you clearly visualize the next stages as well, right? So the toddler phase, potty training, the teenage years, um, college, you know, do you think about anything past baby newborn life? So just really think about that and ask yourself if you are imagining a new baby because you have such intense baby fever Or are you actually imagining a new family member? Can you think past baby phase? So I think that it's important that when you do have that feeling of wanting another baby so badly, ask yourself why. Are you trying for a specific gender? Do you just want a playmate for your other child or children? Do you just really miss the baby phase? Are you craving that again? So I think really try to nail down the reason that you want another baby and try to figure out if it's a good enough reason to have another child because bringing another human in the world is not something that should be done lightly, as you already know. Um, 
So I think it's important to ask yourself these questions. And likewise, if you feel like you might be done or if, if you were on, if you're on the fence about it, right. And there are things hindering you from being super confident in deciding, okay, yes, I am going to move forward with having another, ask yourself, what are, what is standing in my way? What are my fears? Am I afraid of pregnancy or postpartum? And then, you know, sit down with your partner or a therapist or a friend and, and talk through your fears that are hindering you if you are itching to have another one, but are holding back because you don't know if you can handle it again. Like talk through all the things that are stopping you. So to take all this a step further, right? I hear when I talk about being one and done, or I see other people talk about it, and I look in the comment section, you know, a lot of the arguments that people make that are anti one and done is things like, oh, but if you die, like your child will be all alone. Or like they have to have a sibling or else they're going to be selfish or lonely. And for me, those two comments just don't do it. That just doesn't do it for me because in my opinion, and maybe I'm selfish here, but wanting my son to have a sibling is not a good enough reason for me to do it again. Wanting my son to not be selfish, which first of all is a horrible thing to say. There's no reason only children are going to turn out to be selfish. Like that is not a thing. Um, so that just, that whole thought process needs to go out the window. Um, so maybe I'm selfish here, but those are not good enough reasons for me. I think about it more like my son has lots of cousins and friends that he's going to grow up with. You know, he doesn't have to have a sibling. Like, I don't have to have another child for that purpose because probably they're going to spend a lot of time fighting. When they're adults, they may or may not be close and get along. Like, you have no idea. And the whole thing about like, well, one day when you die, like they have to take care of everything on their own. And, you know, who are they going to have if they don't have siblings? It's like, well, they're probably going to have a partner of their own. They may be married. They may have their own kids. They will have extended family. They will have in-laws. They will have friendships, you know, like I just, those are just weird reasons to me to be the only reason why you are choosing to have another one. So I just feel like, again, maybe it's selfish that I'm not having another one because I don't think my son needs a playmate. Like maybe that's selfish. But for me, I just feel like if that's not a reason enough, like if I don't have that deep itch, that desire, that craving to do all of this again, and if I feel complete, like, then no, like, you're done, right? Um, that's just, that's just my thought process for myself. So I hope this kind of helps you. I hope this quiz was helpful. And um, I would love to know what you think. I would love to know, um, come over on Instagram at my best mom friend. Let me know if this quiz in any way helped shape your your opinion or your stance on where you're at if you're on the fence. 
or if it just kind of gave you something to think about and discuss with your partner, let me know. And hopefully no one took offense to my own personal thoughts and opinions about only children and, you know, my thought process for being one and done. So thank you for tuning in. I will dive much deeper into this topic of being one and done, but I wanted today's episode to also um, include parents of multiples that are questioning whether they want to have yet another and when is a good time. So I hope this was helpful and thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, subscribe, and review. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. I'll see you again next time.